1: Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. And welcome to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And this is the show where we actually talk about the news, if you can believe that. Uh, it's so rare in, in and <laughs> existent in, in today's uh, media landscape, including, well, when you t- turn on the, the actual news itself. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's what the show's about. This shows uh, again. This the show kind of spawned off of the um, the the actual Troubled Mind show, which is of course is aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, and all kinds of uh, discussion in between, all over the place, right? A wide ranging discussion. And so naturally, it, uh, it of course evolved into a partial news show, um, which of course is less good long term because you're trying to put up, you know, what they call evergreen content. And uh, if you have like old news in front of every good you know, show about, I don't know, aliens or something or other, it ends up less good because people are listening to old news before they get to the good stuff. So it made sense to kind of trim out the news and make it its own show. So if people wanted to hear the news or some of the things we talked about maybe six months ago on the news, you could pull it up and actually check uh, uh, but if you didn't want to do any of that and just wanted to go straight to the aliens, you could click on the aliens and go straight to the aliens. So that's really kind of what this was about. It was uh, splitting it off. The news segment was becoming way too big on Troubled Minds. So Troubled Minds News is this. And, uh, you know, as as we always say, propaganda is, is hot and heavy these days. And so what we do is uh, we get together and we kind of look at the news, uh, hopefully from outside of that biased propaganda perspective, and just talk about what's really going on in the world and sometimes we do crap on uh, you know the technocrats and a lot of the other brainwash cycle and some of this other stuff. But, uh, you know, that's just rant style. I can rant once in a while. If you want a good rant, uh, turn on last night's show. It's on the podcast feed now. And there was a pretty good rant in there, I think. I think we did some good ranting last night about uh, being called terrorists and how they change the the definition of terrorists. Anyway, so that's what's up. That's what this show's about. And uh, we are live, actually. We're always doing this live. This one streams on Twitch on Monday and Friday at 3 p.m pacific and you can join us there and we're taking your phone calls and uh, of course discord so if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubledminds.org and uh, get in here uh, the, if you want uh, any kind of announcements for the show it goes to discord first always discord first because of course it's not censored yet um as far as i can tell uh, it's it, unless you know you have like a terrorist community which maybe we're heading towards because I don't mean it because I'm a terrorist or you're a terrorist I mean because people don't like the things we talk about so the easiest way to get rid of us is to simply call us terrorists, (laughs) which is unfortunate and tragic and hilarious all at the same time. So that's what's up. Join the Discord, TroubleMinds.org. And if you want to be part of the show, give us a call at 702-957-1037. And uh, what's up, guys? I see in the chat. Thanks for showing up. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Let's go to MSN.com. Let's talk about the news, shall we? Let us begin. All right. This one, check this out. This is from uh, MSN.com. Uh, one of those fantastic news sources, right? One of those great technocrat news sources. Uh, is the Hubble telescope still working? NASA's iconic spacecraft down for nearly a month. So, yeah, the uh, this hasn't been getting a ton of news, interestingly, a ton of play. But uh, the, the Hubble telescope, the famous Hubble telescope, has, has uh, had issues. And uh, they're hoping to get it fixed, and it, it may not be fixed. This thing may actually just croak, uh, which is tragic. But uh, here we go. NASA scientists are still trying to get the Hubble telescope back up and running, and engineers are turning to increasingly risky fixes in order to recover the famous spacecraft. Hubble stopped working unexpectedly on June 13th this year when an onboard computer went into safe mode and shut down. Is that the uh, the fabled blue screen of death? Yeah, right? Uh, maybe. Engineers are still trying to work out exactly what happened by conducting various tests of the telescope's systems, But so far, the exact cause of the issue has remained elusive. Paul Hertz, NASA's director of astrophysics, told Space.com that engineers are turning to what he called riskier troubleshooting methods in order to get the telescope back up and running. At first, he said the spacecraft's main computer was thought to be the culprit. This theory was ruled out after engineers switched to the backup and found the problem was still there. Uh Uh-oh. The experts have since turned their attention to other systems that work with the computer's ...such as its data and power supplies, but swapping these systems out with backups is challenging. Hertz told Space.com, quote, "...to swap them out and swap in the redundant components on the other side will re- require commanding of the spacecraft, which is riskier, because if you do something wrong, you'll leave the spacecraft in an undesirable condition." yeah undesirable condition that sounds double plus bad uh he described the ongoing efforts to fix hubble as a bit of a detective exercise but said nasa was making sure the team had plenty of time to solve the problem rather than rushing them so yeah this is uh the the famous the famous hubble telescope and sadly and unfortunately if they can't fix this sucker it's going to be dead in the water or as as the case may be dead in space is what this will actually be and uh you know. a lot of the uh, astronomy uh, famous photographs we've had have come from the Hubble telescope. It's it's done a lot for science and for space and the rest of this stuff. Now, for those of you that believe in space, I know there's some uh, contingent out there that doesn't believe in space and thinks the Earth is flat and there's a a dome and all this other stuff. I don't, I think there's space and, uh, I think it's uh, vast and, uh, yeah, I think these telescopes are actually, they exist. They're out there doing their thing. Uh, think, think just in terms of that, by the way, just think of the amount of, so we have a grotesque amount of propaganda as it is. Imagine how much fake, fake, fake stuff forever. You would have to literally rewrite all of history right literally all of history to erase the fact that the earth is not flat right or like like when, when you have these huge conspiracies like that um it, there has to be so many people in on it that there would be leaks right i mean you would have nasa people leaking that the earth is flat just 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 saying i'm just saying like once a conspiracy is too big it's likely no longer a conspiracy or n doesn't exist at all, right? I mean, just kind of, you know, putting the old noodle to work here. There's no chance, no chance that uh, it wouldn't leak if the earth was flat, right? There's no chance. Like, somebody would leak it. Somebody, like, I mean, everything leaks, right? Uh, anyway, just just pointing it out. They're like, you're like... Nobody can keep a secret anymore, and uh, yeah, just an example. Just an example of why, another reason why I don't believe that's the truth. But anyway, let me get off my Flat Earth soapbox and continue. Let's go to ScienceAlert.com. ScienceAlert.com, great great site. I actually pull, uh, pulled a few from them today because they've got some pretty good news. What's up, guys. I see you there. How you doing, Dibbers? Uh, here we go. So there's a new review of potential SARS-CoV-2 origins. All right. Remember we were talking about this, the lab leak hypothesis, and suddenly we're allowed to uh, right talk about it now, because the the technocrats and the people that are in the know, in the loop, that tell us what we can and cannot think, the actual thought police, have now said it's okay to uh, talk about the lab leak hypothesis. Well, now we have this. This is from uh, July 9th, which is what, today? Is that today? I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, that's today. July 9th is today. So... As the world passes the harrowing milestone of 4 million COVID-19 deaths and new virus variants wreak chaos in unvaccinated communities, debate continues to rage over the question whether SARS-CoV-2 leaked from a research facility. Now, a group of scientists, including world-leading virologists and a Nobel laureate, have risen to the challenge with a critical review of the scientific evidence to date, concluding there is currently no proof the virus that causes COVID-19 sprung from a lab. All right. Well, I'm glad they got the experts to tell us, because otherwise, you know, we wouldn't trust them, would they? Huh. Huh. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah. Quote Our careful and critical analysis of the currently available data provided no evidence for the idea that SARS CoV 2 origi- originated in a laboratory, says a virologist and lead author Edward Holmes who before this pandemic worked on the viruses which caused Ebola outbreaks and influenza pandemics. Knowing a lab breach cannot be ruled out completely, the group summarizes the evidence for the natural origins of SARS-CoV-2 and argues that human activities such as, check this out, this is where it gets good, human activities such as deforestation and wildlife trade, quote, have repeatedly put us on a collision course with novel viruses. Huh weird so now it wasn't a bat kissed a pangolin and then ate a cobra or vice versa the other way around it's now uh human activities such as deforestation and the wildlife trade so are we back to the the wuhan uh, wet wet market uh, hypothesis or w- anyway point being uh, like you you ask somebody right it, it doesn't matter like these guys are experts right i love the experts term and you could you could get you could hire anybody that's an expert and pay them enough money and they'll say whatever the hell you want them to say right and that's why we can't trust a damn thing anymore because these experts are well you know i don't want to call these guys liars directly but you know that means the person that's telling the truth in a sea of lies will never know it will we you'll never find the truth because uh, they've they've hidden it among a batch of lies, and so that's the world we live in. Uh, but any case, so here we go back to this. Now, now they're saying that uh, there's no there's no evidence to suggest that the coronavirus COVID nineteen leaked from a lab. Uh, isn't that isn't doesn't that make you guys feel better? I mean, you know, no evidence, and the experts are now saying back to the original. So now maybe if this becomes the prevailing narrative, maybe it's going to be racist again to suggest that the the actual thing leaked from a lab, right? So we'll see. We'll see how the media pivots and if Facebook starts banning people and things like this because that's what's going on. And uh, it's gross and disgusting. Anyway, as we continue trucking here, we are live. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Take in your phone calls if you have comments on any of this stuff. If you're a, a epidemiologist or an expert, a geneticist, I'd love to talk to you about this. And maybe you've uh, sequenced or looked at the sequence of the SARS-CoV-2 genome and maybe you can chime in you never know who's listening out there 702 957-1037 click the discord link and join the show all right let's go let's uh actually let's hear a word from our sponsor which is you All right, let's get going with more news. Here we go. This is from Fizz.org and uh, I thought this was pretty fascinating. Match Matters is the headline. The right combination of parents can turn a gene off indefinitely. Indefinitely. Weird, right? I was like, what? Really? Is this the way this works? Here we go. Evidence suggests what happens in one generation, diet, toxin exposure, trauma, can have lasting effects on future generations. Scientists believe these effects result from epigenetic changes that occur in response to the environment and turn genes on or off without altering the genome or DNA sequence. Remember, we've talked about this, about uh, how it seems like, you know, dogs know how to be a dog. Even if dogs don't teach them how to be dogs, they just know how to be dogs. And, uh, right, there's just something weird with our our genetic structure that uh, w- there's there's some innate knowledge we're born with, even though, right, that's that whole nature nurture bit where we are actually born with some of this, uh, you know, innate knowledge. Um, uh, whatever it happens to be, behavioral, uh, you know, predispositions or whatever, whatever these things happen to be, okay. But, but notably and interestingly. Diet, toxin exposure, trauma, and fear can have lasting effects on future generations. Now this continues. But how these changes are passed down through generations has not been understood in part because scientists have not had a simple way to study the phenomenon. A new study by researchers at the University of Maryland provides a potential tool for unraveling the mystery of how experiences can cause inheritable changes to an animal's biology. By mating nematode worms, they produced permanent epigenetic changes that lasted for more than 300 generations. The research was published on July 9, 2021, which of course is today, in the journal Nature Communications. Quote, "There's a lot of interest in heritable epigenetics," said Anthony Jose, associate professor of cell biology and molecular genetics at UMD and senior author of the study. "He continues, "but getting clear answers is difficult. For instance, if I'm on some diet today, how does that affect my children and grandchildren and so on? No one knows because so many different variables are involved." But we found this very simple method through mating to turn off a single gene for multiple generations. And that gives us a huge opportunity to study how these stable epigenetic changes occur. Right? What the hell is this? This is this is kind of cool. This is one of those things that's uh, a little bit strange and uh, whatever's going on. If you know, like like I said, epigenetics is uh, is is fascinating to me. And like I said, uh, as we're born with these innate traits or predispositions to do this or do that or the other thing. Uh, We're talking about, in particular, without changing the actual DNA structure, that these genes can possibly be turned on and turned off for just a particular trait for 300 generations they found in these uh, nematode worms. So, yeah, right? Uh, It Always made me wonder. Always made me wonder. Like they said that... uh, uh for instance right uh, it's been noted that like in times of particular famine or whatever uh you know babies and and things like this and people people don't grow as large type of thing. Right. So, so let's say that, uh, you, you, you know, you're, you're in a state of starvation for a lot of time and then, uh, you, you reproduce and the baby as a result becomes smaller, uh, to actually not have to, you know, uh, have as much uh, nutrients to move the big body around. And this, this is the type of stuff, right? So, so it's like, uh, even though, It seems obvious it may not be in a lot of cases how this this stuff kind of shakes out. And if they could turn off something like that for like 300 generations and, you know, make kind of humans just smaller and smaller type of thing, uh, this is, uh, again, confusing, confusing. And I probably even botched the explanation on that. But, hey, you know, you'll forgive me. I'm not a scientist. I'm just an a-hole on the Internet with a microphone, as you already know. But, okay, let's keep on trucking. Weird stuff here. What's up, guys? I see in the chat. Thanks for showing up. Uh, now, here's another one, right? We keep talking about this uh, methane on Mars and all the rest of this stuff. This is from universetoday.com. And uh, like I said, I like to do space news because, number one, it's a science. And number two, it's a little bit uh, expands your mind and you think about some things you might not think about. And number three, uh, space news is particularly hard to uh, use as propaganda at this point. So <laughs> without a colony on Mars, it ain't happening yet. But anyway, so back to some space news so we've talked about uh, methane on mars and how they believe that it's possibly a, a a a like an actual byproduct of life right whether it's microbial or something else uh, they think you know maybe underground life of who knows i'm not going to say like space dinosaurs well, I just said it, didn't I? But let's say space dinosaurs are living underground in, on Mars. And, uh, you know, uh, kind of like they say about the cows farting on Earth, uh, methane would be a, a byproduct of space dinosaurs on Mars, which, of course, is not a thing. Well, as far as I'm aware. But uh, anyway, just as an example. But this in particular now, now we're not talking about Mars in this uh, this article. Now, this is pretty cool. Cassini saw methane in Enceladus' plumes. Enceladus, of course. Uh, science, scientists don't know how it could be there without life. Uh, which Enceladus, of course, is the moon of Saturn. And here we go. Even though the Cassini mission at Saturn ended nearly four years ago, data from the spacecraft still keeps scientists busy. And the latest research using Cassini's wealth of data might be the most enticing yet. Researchers say they've detected methane in the plumes of Saturn's icy moon Enceladus. The process for how the methane is produced is not known at this time, but the study suggests that the surprisingly surprisingly large amount of methane found are likely coming from activity at hydrothermal vents present on Enceladus's interior seafloor. These vents could be very similar to those found in Earth's oceans, where microorganisms live, feed on the energy from the vents, and produce methane in a process called methanogenesis. Methanogenesis. Quote, We are not concluding that life exists in Enceladus's ocean, said Regis Ferreri, a, an associate uh, professor at the University of Arizona and one of the study's two lead authors. He continues, rather, we wanted to understand how likely it would be that Enceladus's hydrothermal vents could be habitable to Earth-like microorganisms. Very likely, the Cassini data tell us according to our models. Now, as we know, and uh, as we've talked about, uh, we have these, these things on Earth, don't we? These um, actual extremophiles they're called and you know that live at these these bottoms of the oceans or volcanoes or things like this and they hang out near you know at the bottom of the ocean they say the pressure and it's too cold and there's no light but then you get these extremophiles hanging out near these hydrothermal vents and they've carved out their own ecosystem way the frick down there at the bottom of the damn ocean where they say there shouldn't be any life at all and so as a result it doesn't it stand to reason that at the bottom of the ocean on Enceladus there may be these hydrothermal vents and extremophiles but of course they would be aliens wouldn't they they wouldn't be earth extremophiles they would be aliens and so uh here we go with another another detection of a what would you call it a gas that suggests suggests life so there's a couple ways they think that uh methane happens number one and the main one they believe is it comes from life forms as a as a excretion of sorts right you know pull my finger type of thing but in in other cases they think it also happens or they know it happens in uh, uh geological water type uh, situations where you get the right mix of chemicals and water and it creates methane as well so who knows enceladus is one of those places that's long been kind of suspected of a possibly harboring life of some sort right and the big oceans and the whole deal so there we go actually methane in the plumes of enceladus so yeah that's it's funny that we're looking all over the cosmos for life and it may be here on mars and it may be right here on uh the uh, the actual moon of Saturn, so good stuff, and uh, hopefully, well, hopefully in our lifetime we'll get a rover up there, like a submarine type thing, and just uh, drop it in the alien ocean. How amazing would that be? Send us data back from the the the, the Martian or not Martian, the the uh, the the moon of Saturn, uh, the ocean. That'd be so so cool. Uh, anyway, let's continue. Uh, SciTech Daily reports this. Now, now I didn't know this was a thing, right? I thought I thought we were supposed to believe that this wasn't a thing, but Apparently, this is a thing. So, NASA space lasers, space lasers, right? Kind of like laser beams on sharks, discover new lakes under Antarctic ice. Okay. All right. NASA space lasers. Nice. Uh, from above, the Antarctic... Anarch- and I can't say it, an Arctic ice sheet might look like a calm, perpetual ice blanket, blah, blah. Anyway, now with the most advanced Earth-observing laser instrument NASA has ever flown in space, scientists have improved their maps of these hidden lakes under the West Antarctic ice sheet and discovered two more of these active subglacial lakes. The new study provides critical insight for spotting new subglacial lakes from space, as well as for assessing how this hidden plumbing system influences the speed at which ice slips into the southern ocean adding fresh water that may alter its circulation and ecosystems. NASA's Ice Cloud and Elevation Satellite 2 or ICESAT-2 allowed scientists to precisely map these subglacial lakes, all right? Anyway, uh, I thought it was more notable, I, you know, cool, uh, fine subglacial lakes Interesting. Fine. I thought it was more interesting that we have this satellite with a sort of a laser beam in space, right? Like I said, we're we're not supposed to have these things, are we, right? They're not supposed to exist, like, officially or technically. But, well, NASA's using them. (laughs) And uh, using them for imaging and science, right? So if they're using them for imaging and science, my point is, do you think there's other lasers in space that might not be for imaging or science? (laughs) <laughs> just just a thought. Just a thought. All right. Let's continue, shall we? Back to sciencealert.com, which again, is a fantastic website. <laughs> What's up, Axel? Probably not a cool laser. But I, ho- I hope not. Well, maybe. Maybe it is. I can't tell you. Uh, anyway, here we go. Let's continue. Scientists found a new type of space explosion. Ten times more energetic than a supernova, which I think is pretty pretty amazing. This is another good one, right? So supernovas, again, were supposed to be the the most you know violent th- explosions in the universe, as far as we're aware. But well, now check this out. Until recently, it was thought neutron star mergers were the only way heavy elements heavier than zinc could be produced these mergers involve the mashup of the remnants of two massive stars in a binary system but we know heavy elements were first produced not long after the big bang when the universe was really young back then when not enough time had passed for neutron star mergers to have even occurred thus another source was needed to explain the presence of early heavy elements in the Milky Way. So the discovery of an ancient star, SMSS J2003-1142, in Milky Way's halo, which is the roughly spherical region that surrounds the galaxy, is providing the first evidence for another source for heavy elements, including uranium and possibly gold. Yeah, gold. Did somebody say gold? Yeah. In our research published in, in published in Nature, we show the heavy elements detected in this this ancient star, were likely produced not by a neutron star merger, but through the collapse and explosion of a rapidly spinning star with a strong magnetic field and a mass about 25 times that of the sun. We call this explosion event a magnetorontational hypernova. Okay, I'm going to need some help from Microsoft Mike, because that's a big-ass word. Let's find out how to actually say
2: this. We call this explosion event a magnetorotational hypernova.
1: That's what I said, magnetorotational hypernova. Isn't that totally what I said? Not really, <laughs> but okay. That's why I have that's why I have help. But anyway, this is this is pretty hot, right? So we're we're finding things that uh, evidence of things that we had no idea even existed, which you know is kind of the point of science and telescopes pointing into space and all the rest of this and i love it i love it i love uh, space discoveries i love space news and as you guys are aware uh, that's why we talk about it a lot of times and uh, like i always tell you it's difficult to politicize space news so here we are but let's continue shall we uh let's go to new science org. new science org. all right let's go to uh Yeah, this is cool. This is cool. And by cool, let's say 5 degrees Celsius cool. New mirror fabric can cool wearers by nearly 5 degrees Celsius. Yeah, check this out. Uh, blah blah. To make clothing that uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, they say this technology, if mass produced, could help people around the world protect themselves against rising temperatures caused by climate change. Yes, right. And Now we're talking. Now, now, not only are we going to have our tinfoil hats, we're going to have our climate change gear, right? Our uh, outfits, our climate change five degree cooler outfits, and our maybe our animals will be wearing them too. It'll. This will be amazing. This is going to be the hottest thing. since... Bill Gates wanted to put nanoparticles in the atmosphere to block the sun. It's going to be amazing. Here we go. To make clothing that beats back the sun, fashion designers typically use light-colored fabric, which reflects visible light. But another method reflects the sun's electromagnetic radiation, including ultraviolet and near-infrared radiation. NIR, near-infrared radiation, warms objects that absorb it and slowly cools as they emit it. That cooling process, however, is stymied by our atmosphere. After being emitted from an object, this near-infrared radiation is often observed, absorbed sorry, by nearby water mo- molecules heating up the surrounding air. To speed up the cooling process, researchers are turning to mid-infrared radiation, a type of IR with longer wavelengths. Instead of being absorbed by molecules in the surrounding air, MIR energy goes directly into space cooling both the objects and their surroundings this technique is known as radiative cooling and engineers have used it over the past decade to design roofs plastic films wood and ultra white paints human skin unlike many of the clothes we wear naturally emits mir and in 2017 stanford university researchers designed a fabric that lets M. Uh, mir from the body passed directly through it cooling the wearer by about three degrees so anyway i think uh, notably uh we're saved guys we're saved soon we will all be issued our government orange jumpsuit that's made out of this new fabric that will be cooling us by up to five degrees celsius can you believe it that's pretty neat you know i mean why not right if we're gonna if we're gonna you know go all in on this uh you know illuminati nwo type thing we may as well get our you know global warming jumpsuits as we well i won't go any darker than that but uh you know this is a good thing right we're saved now we don't have to worry about fossil fuels and all the rest of this we can just you know It's all good. (laughs) It's all good. Uh, Like I said, we're saved. Anyway, let's see where we at time-wise. I think we're good. We are due for a break. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and you guys know how that works. It's going to be faster than you think, and you're going to be like, wow, was that even a break at all? But yes, it was. Yes, indeed. You are listening to Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Right, welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange, and we're talking about the news. Let's, uh, what's up, Bailey says, who wants to bet they have a tracking mechanism in there too? Huh, funny funny you should mention that <laughs> let's actually let's cut to that instead i was about to do this other article but it's like you're reading my mind bailey let's see let's go to uh where is it where is it is it here no it's there is this one that's very much very much exactly what you just described <laughs> exactly what you just described uh where is it where is it oh come on no no not that one not that one. Oh, come on is that right? No, oh, I must, I must not have grabbed it. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's, let's get it actually. Let's get it. Oh, oh uh, if, uh, I'm going to say, remind me No, Cause if I, if I do that, I'll forget and I'm not going to, I don't want to forget, but it is notable that I almost grabbed that before we started. Hold on. Hold on. There's a, There's an article talking about exactly that. Watch this. One moment, one moment, and uh, yeah. So it's only a matter of time before we get our government jumpsuits, and what do they do? They uh, issue us our our global warming orange jumpsuits, and then, of course, we're going to get... What are we gonna get after that I forget the, the tracking that goes into it God damn it I can't find the article anyway uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have to dig it up and anyway so there's a, a an article talking about how they're they're issuing military military uh, uh, uniforms now with uh, kind of like a smart tracking embedded yeah anyway All right, anyway so funny funny you said that because I was just looking at that before we started here anyway forget it I can't find it we're on the clock because you're everybody's waiting on me to dance to the next one one so let's dance to the next one this is from msn.com let's go to uh check it out yeah can you believe this has anybody seen that movie elysium with uh uh, what's his name uh matt damon right that guy and he's like you know uh, they have this the the rich people live in space and all the the poor people live on a dirty earth the dirty polluted disgusting earth yeah right well check this out 600 people have reserved $250,000 tickets to fly to space with Virgin Galactic, including celebrities like yep, Tom Hanks, Leo DiCaprio, Justin Bieber, and Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, yeah, that's right. While Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos claim they aren't in a race to be the first billionaire in space, well, I'm going to call them not being honest about that. A long list of wealthy people aim to be among the earliest A-listers to travel to the edge of the infinite. Roughly 600 people from 58 countries have reserved tickets worth up to $250,000 to be in the first waves of space tourists, according to company filings. The list is widely believed to include celebrities like Leo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Russell Brand, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Justin Bieber, and Ashton Kutcher. Yep. That guy. It, the, the number of actual reservations has held relatively steady since 2014 when Spaceship 2 crashed in the Mojave Desert. That'll put a uh, damper on space tourism, won't it? Injuring the pilot and killing the co-pilot. Some ticket holders have been waiting more than 15 years to take their flights, according to Reuters. In February last year, the company rolled out a campaign that pulled in another 1,000 signups. this time for refundable $1,000 deposits toward the price of a full ticket when sales reopen following Branson's flight on Sunday. You first, Branson. You first. <laughs> get, you get on this thing. I'm not going to do it till you get back safely, and then we'll consider it, right? Uh, the company says it aims to launch as many as 400 flights per year, carrying up to six passengers and two pilots each, departing from and landing at the Spaceport America home base in New Mexico. Yeah, mm-hmm. there it is. Lest you find the quarter million dollar ticket price a, a bit steep for just a few minutes of zero gravity, the spaceport offers more than your normal departure lounge amenities at the gateway to space which opened in 2019 future astronauts will be able to bring their families to rub elbows with pilots and rocket engineers around an italian marble barista island isn't that adorable anyway what the hell a picture of a dog paw up here on the damn ads anyway uh so yeah uh, lady gaga leo dicaprio brad pitt angelina jolie russell brand all kinds of people right does that make you excited you guys you guys stoked to go to space yeah, i'm not them first, <laughs> totally them first. Uh, yeah, uh, countdown to uh, the the most terrible terrible thing, right? Because well, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, <laughs> that's gonna be fake. Is it gonna be a fake space? A, f- a faked Disneyland ride? This is says Bailey there. What's up? Uh, 40s a.m. Shame Georgio Suculos ain't with them. I'll bet you somebody'll spring for his ticket just to get him on the first flight. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Anyway, here we go. Back to ScienceAlert.com. Fantastic. Stuff, And I wanted to point this out because uh, we know, you know, every once in a while, I like to t- take a sip of some, uh, you know, uh, alcohol, the good stuff, not the bad stuff, not the stuff that'll kill you the stuff that'll give you a little buzz here or there. Check this out. This is from ScienceAlert.com. Visiting comet 46P Wirtanen is abnormally high in alcohol. Yeah, baby. Yeah. That's better than like uh, uh you know sharks with laser beams on their head, right? Yeah. They come let's see. Uh, Comet 46P Whartonen, which Whartonen, we let's let's uh, let's find out from Microsoft Mike because I don't know how to say it. And now we'll know. Here we go. AI engage.
2: Comet 46P/Whartonen, which visited the inner solar system in 2018, takes the martini. According to an analysis of its atmosphere, or coma, it was giving off what scientists have called an abnormally high amount of alcohol.
1: Yeah, Uh, one more over here bartender. Uh, so, Wirtanen, Wirtanen, just like it looks. And this can tell us, uh, the article continues, and this can tell us some really interesting things about the evolution of the solar system. Yeah, like, like, where's the mini bar? Like, what's going on with this? W uh, 46P Wirtanen has one of the highest alcohol to aldehyde ratios measured in any comet to date, said commentary scientist Anil Dello Russo of Johns Hopkins University. This tells us information about how carbon carbon oxygen, and hydrogen molecules were distributed in the early solar system where Wharton informed. Uh, This comet is a fairly regular visitor to the inner solar system. It swings around the sun every 5.4 years, occasionally varying so close to Earth that it is visible in the night sky to the naked eye. I wonder if you could... uh, get a drink delivered (laughs) yeah on its most recent visit in december 2018 it came within 11.6 million kilometers of earth or or 7.2 million miles around 30 times the average distance between earth and the moon wow that doesn't sound like a convenient place to get a drink but in any case i thought that was pretty pretty interesting that uh, i didn't know there was uh, alcohol on the uh (laughs) in the comets' alcohol content and this one has an unusually high amount and uh, james has it right uh space Space beer yeah baby space beer all right all right let's keep on trucking this is from the guardian which of course uh, as penny tells me is probably one of the worst uh worst uh journalist uh you know things in the known universe but uh i find this interesting so we're going to roll with this Uh, this is uh yeah quote they said i don't exist but i am here one woman's battle to prove she isn't dead yeah what Right? Five years ago, Jeanne Pouchain was declared dead by a French court. It was news to her, and just the beginning of a... What's that say? Cough... cough I don't know that word. See? It's, it's... You know, if it's not a scientific word, it's rare that I don't know it, know it but let's see what this is.
2: Five years ago, Jean Pouchain was declared dead by a French court. It was news to her, and just the beginning of a Kafkaesque nightmare
1: nightmare anybody know what that is is that from like a uh, an author or something anyway it's a long story as as many of these guardian pieces are so i'm not going to bore you with all the details but you see what happens right in some of these instances where uh you you are declared this or that by the state and uh or judges or whatever's and even though it's like can you imagine you're like no 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 i i don't think you understand mr clerk of the court or Mrs. Clerk of the Court or whatever. I'm that person. I'm the one that's not dead. I'm not dead. See, I'm right here. I'm waving my hands around, acting like a fool. Can we just correct this, you know? And they're like, we're going to need to see, see some paperwork with that. And <laughs> are like i'm standing right here i'm not dead i'm not dead anyway like uh more uh, more horrific stories of uh yeah this uh this type of thing that goes on and yeah i'm like i said i'm not going to get into the actual specifics of this because it's a long story i encourage you to read it if you like a cough-esque thanks Quint. appreciate that robert Cafka-esque. There you go. Now I know. And again, anybody know what it means? Should I look it up? I have no, no idea what it means. Let's, let's look it up. Because why the hell not? What does it mean? All right, let's go to the merriam webster kafka Kof-ka-esque is an adjective. And let's see of relating to or suggestive of franz kafka or his writings all right i figured it was something like that but i'd never heard the term like uh used in yeah anyway now we know all right and no one's off the battle right g i joe no i'm just kidding all right uh, franz kafka referring to his famous story the trial thank you thank you kafka-esque I think I made it a little harder than it looked because it was a big, nasty word I've never seen. Anyway, let's continue, shall we? Oh, we're going to keep on trucking it. Technologyreview.com. And, uh, check this out. Check this out. Now, this one's pretty hot. In case anybody wants to downsize any you know, of your favorite radio hosts, well, maybe you can just uh, become one yourself by typing whatever you want to say. Yeah. AI voice actors sound more human than ever. And they're ready for hire hmm that's right so this company a new wave of startups are using deep learning to build synthetic voice actors for digital assistants video game characters and corporate videos yep uh, the company blog post drips with enthusiasm of a 90s us infomercial well said labs describes what clients can expect from its eight new digital voice actors Tobin is energetic and insightful Page is poised and expressive. Ava is polished, self-assured, and professional. Each one is based on a real voice actor whose likeness with consent has been preserved using AI. Companies can now license these voices to say whatever they need. They simply feed some text into the voice engine and one will spool or out will spool a crisp Audio clip of a natural-sounding performance, and here's uh, a good example. A well said. Uh, the name of the company is Well Said. One word: W E L L S A I D. And here's an example of a AI voice narrator in action. Let's pick the shortest one. How about right there?
2: Erin is the senior AI editor at MIT Technology Review, covering the field's cutting-edge research and its impacts on society. She writes a weekly newsletter called The Algorithm. Which was named one of the best newsletters on the internet in 2019 by the webby awards her work has also won a front page award and been shortlisted for the sigma and embies awards prior to joining the publication she was a tech reporter and data scientist at quartz and an application engineer at the first startup to spin out of google x she received her bachelor of science in mechanical engineering and minor in energy studies from mit
1: there you go. So what do you think? Is that impressive AI? Does that sound human enough to fool your ear and make you believe that it's an actual human speaking and not like an AI concoction of our robot overlords? <laughs> uh, like, uh, like, right? I mean, think about it. So if you want to do your own podcast now, you don't even need a microphone. You literally just... Uh, get one of this this gizmo things. Actually, I want to pull up the website because I'm curious and see what the cost is. If it's an easy, you know, it's probably not easy. You probably have to contact a salesperson. But imagine you can have your own podcast now without even having a microphone because you just type what you want to be said and you... Synthesize it, and bam, you get uh, whoever this guy is, Microsoft Sam, or (laughs) whoever's going on, uh, to to do this for yourself. But let's see. Let's take a look at this. Well said labs. I'm going to search this. Uh, It's a little weird of them to not link it in the article, but uh, we're going to find them. We're going to track these fools down on the interwebs. There it is well said and i'm uh, gonna link it for your convenience if you want to check it out and hire a professional ai voice actor yeah all right with well said you you and your team can create voiceover for all your digital content all it takes is one click all right let's uh we've got the play samples let's check that out let's try it for free oh it's gonna want my information all right i'm gonna try this let's see oh here's pricing here we go here we go creative uh $99 a month for 750 downloads, 50 projects, 21 voice avatars, 1,000 characters of uh, clip, and unlimited retakes, live chat support, and commercial use. There you go. For the low price of $100 a month... Yeah, there, there it is. Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do a free trial of this, and I'm gonna try some uh, some things because why the hell not, right? There you go, uh, there, uh, Gibby. I can vouch for Mike. His voice hasn't changed much in three years. That's because I'm an android. I thought you guys knew this. I'm an actual robot. You didn't know that? Yeah right uh, Quentin what's up Robert says can we be sure that is really you speaking Michael yeah no I'm an android I'm AI I'm, I'm here to, uh, to, to erase your brains it's basically built into an algorithm in my voice the actual tone and timbre of my voice as I speak and the longer you listen to me the more I'm destroying your brain cells see mm-hmm. it's built in it's built in. I just admitted it, and the, the 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 best thing you can do is when you admit it, right? Nobody believes you. They're like, why would he say that if that's true? Ah. The reverse mindfuck. Now I got you thinking about it. Anyway, choose the plan that's right for you and your team, and there you go. So I don't, I'm going to try this because it's got a free trial, and why not? Let's try some weird weirdness. <laughs> oh, more of an alien, huh? More of an alien? Okay, anyway, all good. Oh, here you go. Uh, oh, this is nice. They've got uh, more. I didn't think I was going to be so enthralled with this, but I didn't realize they had all these sweet... Uh, actual uh, uh, examples here let's see Uh, let's listen to so we heard a male voice let's listen to Paige. Hi Paige tell us something nice.
3: Classical thermodynamics deals with states of dynamic equilibrium. The state of a system at thermodynamic equilibrium is the one for which some thermodynamic potential is minimized or for which the entropy is maximized for specified conditions. One such potential is the Helmholtz free energy for a system with surroundings at controlled constant temperature and volume.
1: I gotta say, I gotta say, it's it's, it's definitely more impressive than Microsoft mic, right? I mean, Microsoft mic is kinda, you know, like obviously a bad robot, right?
2: Well Said Labs describes what clients can expect from its eight new digital voice actors. Tobin is energetic and insightful. Page is poised and expressive. Ava is polished, self-assured, and professional.
1: Now, clearly, Microsoft might can't read it like I can, but, uh, you know, he's a robot, and you don't have to pay him. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? He's got a big advantage over me. So, anyway, in any case, uh, I thought this was kind of cool. I'll check it out. I'll see if I can uh, maybe add some some cool projects with this. And uh, who the hell knows, right? Maybe I can replace myself. How amazing would that be? (laughs) I'm like, well, I typed out the essay, and I'm going to hit play. And there's your show tonight as uh, this guy, Wade C., speaks and tells you what michael strange wanted to say anyway uh i'm over it let's continue shall we let's go to uh actually yeah we're okay we're okay you know what's up there you go yeah exactly matt matt's got it right uh they won't say like like an um in between thoughts right and so maybe 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 as a result of that i'll gain some more uh, some some more more listeners because you know that's one of my oops let me uh
2: thank you for calling trouble
1: Oop, the uh, the phone line died I just clicked it back in speaking of which if you want to be part of the show we're taking your phone calls or you can join the discord and be on the show that way 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org get your ass in here if you haven't joined the discord yet please do uh, lots of smart people in here sharing links and ideas and all the rest of that uh, we got a fantastic community and uh, do join come say hi uh, don't be shy come on now don't be shy alright all right, so uh, as we continue trucking let's uh do this let's unmute the tab and uh, all right phone lines back up and we're good let's go to this let's go to this now this is fantastic right this, we're going to file this one under well how could this go wrong well as we talked about last night in you know the alien or ufo censorship episode as i you know maybe it's going to become infamously known the uh Right here from TechDirt. Like I said, I I can't say enough good stuff about TechDirt.com because they're always on top of the game with a lot of the censorship stuff and having smart discussions about uh, specific things like uh, Section 230 of the Internet Decency Act and things like this, right? So good stuff. There are good sources on the Internet where you can find smart conversations, as you know, or else you wouldn't be here, right? So in any case, uh, TechDirt.com says this. Facebook is banning anyone charged with participating in Capitol Hill insurrection. What? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks Facebook. Thanks for protecting us from ourselves. You dirty assholes. Uh, I can say that because Amazon is, uh, the one that owns Twitch? <laughs> uh, Facebook, you suck. All right, here we go. Facebook is banning anyone charged with participating in the Capitol Hill insurrection. Mark Gray spotted an interesting tidbit buried in a Washington Post story about online activism among Trumpist supporters. Most of the story is the usual stuff about how propagandists are finding each other and organizing movements online. Oh, how dare they, right? But it continues. There is some of the usual hand wringing that is standard in these stories about how social media is enabling this kind of activity. Though it also notes that users very quickly migrated to other welcoming sites. Right? Well, no shit. Because if you get banned or you're, you're in Facebook jail, thirty days at a time, every thirty-one days, you're going to stop using Facebook. I mean, it's not—it's not—it's not a hard thing. But anyway, so the the the. Uh, uh, later in this article, the article claims that Facebook has a policy to shut down any account of anyone charged in the January 6th in insurrection. Check this out right here. This is this is kind of unbelievable. Alan Hostetter, a former local police chief and yoga teacher, as well as a speaker at the June rally attended by the Post, was indicted on a charge of his alleged role in the insurrection on June 10th. Shortly after, he went back to Facebook Live, YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, and several several other services, filming himself working on the beach in. San Clemente in a free man baseball cap. He decried the January 6th riot as a false flag staged event and a fake surrection because he believed infiltrators were in the crowd. Yep, you guessed it. Within hours, his accounts were banned on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook says that it does not allow people charged in the insurrection on the platform and that it may fact check claims that the riot was staged. Spotify and YouTube removed the videos a week later. Hmm. Sounds like a conspiracy, no? (laughs) Sounds like a conspiracy to me. Like I always say, right? Uh, Conspiracies are everywhere. Just not everything is a conspiracy. But in this case, this definitely is a conspiracy by the technocrats to erase people with political leanings different than their own. And for all we know, this dude is a registered Democrat, right? Like I am, by the way. Have I mentioned that? It doesn't matter though, because, like I said, the thing about all this intersectionality and all the BS of the the political world, people don't care. Like they don't care. They're going to see light skin, right? And they're going to think, "Oh, I know what this guy's up to," right? Even though I'm, by the way, Mexican. Like I said, I'm the I'm the lightest dude in my whole family. Everybody else is brown hair, brown eyes. My brother's got a legit like one of those Mexican goatees. Like you, like you. Nobody will look at my brother and go, no, he's not a Mexican. He's a Mexican, right? And he's my brother, brother. Look at me. So I'm a little bit lighter skin. so beat me to death with a brick. Yeah, it's all good, right? No, I'm just kidding. I don't mean that for the censors. I mean, don't do that. Violence is bad no matter what. But you see, like, it, it's stupid. It's stupid to, uh, in any capacity, label people based on the color of their skin. It's just dumb. Because guess what, right? If you're like, kill Whitey, and then you kill Whitey, and Whitey's a Mexican, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? It's it, it's all stupid anyway, because you shouldn't be killing anybody, but you see what I'm saying. It's just dumb. The whole thing's dumb, and you guys know this. You're smart, and that's why you're here. But it, it's, um, like I said, they will not check your political affiliation or your brown guy card as they drag you from the car and beat you to death with bricks. And that's just a fact of the matter. So, yeah, it's a shame. It is a shame. But, uh, yeah, so Facebook is doing this. They're uh, trimming trimming you out and you're not allowed. And, uh, yeah, so all that stuff I said about killing people, I didn't mean any of that. It was like grotesque examples of where this may lead. All right. No violence. I don't think violence should happen, et cetera, so on. So anyway, that's what we're doing. Uh, let's see. We have a phone call coming in, which we'll take in just a moment here. And uh, we'll continue talking about this stuff. You guys know the drill. Troubled Minds News. I'm Mike Strange. This is 702-957-1037. Let's go to Chantel in Ohio. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm
3: good. I'm good. I just, well, oh, I'm getting the feedback. on Okay, let's let me turn the sound off completely here so I don't hear myself. Okay, um, I gotta say your show last night really made me angry. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. About talking, about <laughs> <laughs> I mean talking about now. I, well, and you know what? I, I'm jumping all over. I know. Richard Dolan predicted this was going to happen. That. You, They had the, what they called the nothing burger uh, disclosure thing, and they, he said that he felt that things would actually maybe pull back, and they are, there's a faction that is fighting to keep things secret. Well, if they can now label us as dangerous because we're conspiracy theorists and one thing leads to another... Well, that's going to marginalize us even more than we already are. I mean, what, over 50% of the people now they say in, in this country believe that at least something is out there and that there is probably other life if it's not even already here. But when they come out with these articles and a couple of weeks ago, I saw one similar to this. They are, they're being seeded somehow. And, and Sam Harris who had said that he had been approached by the government that he wants to help prepare for disclosure. I think you mentioned on one of your shows, um, he, he was one of these that uh, was kind of going the conspiracy route about us. And then to add to the stupidity, you want to talk about um, racism against reptilians. <laughs> I mean,
1: the, thank goodness. I'm not the only one who thought are, that was dumb. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Incredibly know, stupid. No,
3: it's okay. Okay. Yes, they're reaching for anything they can. Like the Nordics are good because they're white, and and the the um, reptilians because they're dark, they're bad. Well, for one thing, they're freaking scary. But it, it, I mean, this is so idiotic. The whole thing is just so idiotic. But they keep trying to divide us more and more. One other thing, and I missed the beginning of the show because I had to get groceries for my mother-in-law, who's sick, with um, probably the results of her shot that she got. She's a lot older than I am. She got the second shot, like, in April. Since then, every month, she gets these horrible welts that come out, and they, they... Itch. It's like poison ivy. Every month she's coming out with these. And then she's had like a flu. Okay, so I had to get groceries for her, but... um,
1: You're allowed. Oh, dear Lord. God bless you for taking care of her.
3: (laughs) Yes. Okay, so I missed the beginning. I don't know if you spoke about this, but the thing that I heard, I, I could not stay away from the TV last night watching about... Biden saying they are going to be sending people door to door to check on or to encourage people to get vaccinated. So my thought is, if you don't go to the door, they've got your name and address. If you go to the door and say you don't want it, they've got your name and address. So what is the next step? What is next step? And they say that they've got the right to do this because they spent billions of dollars on us trying to keep us safe.
1: Yep, I saw that. That's that's the justification, right? I mean, it's just scary. How dare we waste their money that they're spending trying to save our lives, right? But hold on, we
3: just knew they didn't care about us.
1: (laughs) Well, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that.
3: The thing of it, oh my. I'm, okay, go ahead. I'll, go ahead. I'll shut up.
1: No, you go ahead. This is this is a uh, this is where you come to vent. Go right ahead. Let let it out, Chantel. Let it out.
3: Well, I do all the time. Believe me. But anyways, the thing of it is, okay. They're saying most of the outbreaks now are occurring with people who've been vaccinated. Okay, and you see experts who say that it really doesn't help. It doesn't protect against it. It doesn't uh, keep from spreading. Okay, if this is the case, and the government is giving million dollar in Ohio, they were giving a million dollar prize to the winner for getting vaccinated. Okay, if it's not really protecting, what the heck is in it, and why are they pushing to get every man, woman, and child and baby vaccinated? What is really going on? There's really something dark here, I think. It, it does seem... And I'm probably going to get the kicked off the internet. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, you're good. It, let's just leave it at it does seem odd, doesn't it? I, I think I saw somewhere today they're, yeah. they're now declaring it's about 38% effective against the Delta variant, something like this, like the Pfizer one, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wait, what? So So you're basically saying that this is not effective against pretty much any variant and uh the more come the the, the, of course the more it mutates and further it gets away from the initial original strains that uh we're going to need more and more and more of these shots again right Mm -hmm. something doesn't seem right here something something definitely seems off with this and uh and and then i'm with you i didn't talk about going door to door but that's what they said they're going to come door to door. And I, I hear people like like defending this, like like I don't know if you guys uh, I've played him a clip or two on the show. Uh, he's called Bo of the Fifth Column on YouTube. He does these five little YouTube videos and he's basically, you know, he's like a he doesn't think he is. He says he's a uh, an independent thinker, but he does. You know, he, he 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 basically defends the blue side. Right. That's what he does. And so he was talking about. Well well you guys it's not illegal to knock on your door. You don't have to answer. Right? And he's trying to equate it to like somebody like a lawn care company knocking on your door to like say, Hey, you know, we can, Mm -hmm. you know, fertilize or mow your lawn, right? No. This is the federal government, people. It's not the same thing at all. You have no damn business in my health, period. Period. And you should not be knocking on my door as a result of it. Period. China. It's not the same well, thing at all. Well,
3: with Google Earth, they can see your house and see. It's just, it's like they're closing in on us.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh it's not. There, it's there was, not a, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, now you. This is your phone call. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go <right> ahead. <laughs> well, it's Friday. I, I was just going
3: <laughs> to say that <laughs> they were showing the CNN reporter who was asking that Jen Saki, the redhead, why the government was not going to force people to get shot. And I mean, my God, these are newscasters. They aren't even investigating. They aren't even looking beyond. I, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I, I, it's just, it's getting to me, you know, we have gone through so much. But you can't let down your guard for a minute because they keep thinking up new things. And it's really frightening.
1: Agreed. 100%. And uh, if that was a real press corps, they should be asking about Fourth Amendment violations. Right. They should be asking about uh, HIPAA violations. They should be asking about things like Mm -hmm. that. They shouldn't be saying, well, why aren't we going to force everybody to do it? Like, well, because this isn't China. Mm -hmm. Let's start with that exactly, (laughs) for a good example. Yeah, it's not good. I'm with you. It's not good. It's a and the press is just a brainwashing like we always talk about. It's it's it is what it is and it's unfortunate. And I I agree with you 100 percent. You cannot let your guard down for a moment because they will. They they will press it on you, and and again, like I said, I'm not against it. If you want, if you want to take it yourself and you think it helps you, go go get it. You know, it should
3: be free choice. It should should be your choice, choice. just like a regular flu shot. I mean, for God's sake.
1: Yep, and that's what this is going to turn into.
3: Unprecedented. It's ugly. I mean, I'm still stocking up toilet paper. I can't even get in my walk-in closet because I figure the minute I stop stop (laughs) filing everything, all hell's gonna break loose. It's gonna happen
1: again. (laughs) Uh, I will. uh, I will keep scouting it out down here. And if uh, paper, uh, toilet paper becomes thin, I'll let you know. You guys will be the first to know. I'll let. (laughs) Okay.
3: All
1: right. Okay. Uh, We'll we'll uh, we'll get together and. And by the way. Yeah. Go ahead.
3: I'm a former Democrat too.
1: Yeah. No, no. I'm still a Democrat. <laughs> I'm
3: still. Oh, I'm still registered uh, okay, as well, but I don't tow the party line okay. anymore.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, because we realized it was a mistake. Towing any party line mm-hmm. is a mistake at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Agree. Yeah, exactly. Agree. they myers exactly
3: okay I'm done happy Friday Chantel hang in there keep your guard up
1: (laughs) thanks for the call (laughs) we'll talk to you later okay bye thanks bye there you go easy as that see see you can call and we can be friends and uh, that's that's what this is about right it's about meeting great people and sharing sharing great ideas and uh, fantastic call from Chantel in Ohio and uh, this is what this is about this is what this is about sharing our thoughts together and not uh, you know not uh, not not hating each other not being stupid about things and uh let's continue shall we let's see what is this uh let's just burn through this and finish this up we're a little bit over time but it's okay because it is friday it is our show we can do whatever the hell we want nobody telling us when to start and nobody telling us when to end so let's uh let's let's keep on rolling here let's keep on rolling all right uh this is from the new york times and they've locked me out because well i didn't pay them their thing there so i'm gonna i'm gonna real quick use the Dwayne dibley trick so there's the phone number if you guys want to be part of the show uh Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven, and uh, let's uh, get a quick archive of this New York Times article. And uh, headline is this: uh, uh, "To catch teenage gamers after curfew, Chinese company deploy- deploys uh, facial recognition." Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. Exactly why? Wh- what Chantel was saying. Well, the reason why we're not going to force people to take this thing is because yeah, it's not China. (laughs) This is not China, but anyway, yeah. Tencent Games uh, says it has been using facial recognition to enforce China's rules on how much time people under 18 can spend playing video games. All right, there you go. Uh huh. There it is. Recognizing the that wily teenagers may try to use their parents' devices or identities to circumvent the restrictions, the Chinese internet conglomerate Tencent, T E N C E N T, just like it sounds, Tencent, said this week that it would close the loop pull by deploying facial recognition technology in its video games neat right so cool (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad somebody's on this because this was a problem you know those those damn kids playing them damn video games how dare they right and of course yeah there you go Gibby says that's our future you're talking about exactly right facial recognition on every device and tracking every single thing you do and who said George Orwell was wrong yep George Orwell was completely right here we go a couple more and we'll finish this up sciencealert.com back to this website pretty good stuff an entire swarm of black holes has been caught moving through the Milky Way I don't think we talked about this when I saw this article a couple times but I don't think I did it on the news show if I did correct me if I'm wrong it all gets blended in my head sometimes uh, but here we A fluffy cluster of stars spilling across the sky may have a secret hidden in its heart a swarm of over 100 stellar mass black holes. If this finding can be validated, it will explain how the cluster came to the way it is with the stars spaced light years apart, smearing out into a stellar stream stretching across 30,000 light years. The star cluster in question is called Palomar 5, located around 80,000 light years away. Anyway, I thought it was pretty cool that uh, yeah, uh, we're finding, it seems to be we're finding more and more black holes, and this is in uh, our Milky Way galaxy right i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure yeah uh actually maybe not this one but uh, we're finding more and more black holes and it's maybe so i think maybe this is part of the issue right with this dark uh dark energy thing dark matter actually maybe it's uh, just undetected black holes and that's uh that's what uh, yeah it could be i don't know anyway let's finish this up let's go to this speaking of uh china and uh doing the facial recognition and shutting you down from playing too many video games watch this BBC reports, yep, you guessed it, you guessed it. More laws uh, aimed at things like this. Influers react to Norway photo edit law. Welcome, honesty, or a shortcut. Yep, that's right. So, uh, uh, let's see, let's see. A new law in Norway is coming into force that will mean social media influencers can't post modified photos without declaring what they've done. The rules will affect any paid posts across all social media platforms as part of an effort to reduce body pressure among young people. Quote, we need this law. Madeline Peterson, 26, is an Instagram influencer. I'm not going to read this. Anyway... I've I put the link in there and yeah, so they're saying that because of the the, uh, you know, uh, people being suicidal because they think everybody on Instagram is beautiful. Well, Newsflash, everybody on Instagram is photoshopped and they use these things see this right here. This thing I'm using. This is actually a snap filter. You know why? Because I have rosacea and because I don't like I've said before, I don't want you guys to see the red splotches migrating across my face. Right. So it helps. Right. It means I don't have to wear wake up makeup. I can be on camera. That's why I was never on camera before. Not because I was shy or any of that, because I, it was just, it it was gross, right? And it's not as bad as it looks, because we're always hard on the way we look personally. But it's, it's not that bad, but you know what I mean? So this would be illegal without disclosing that I'm using a filter of sorts in Norway. And this is what's happening, right? Like, this is the world we live in. Like, instead of really, like, teaching people, hey, that shit is fake, Right. That shit you see on Instagram, the shit you see on TV, Hollywood, Angelina Jolie, like they probably blended up babies and then smeared it on her face. And I say that dark, darkly sarcastically. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, you don't just look like that. It, like it, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. All right. Now, that was gross. And I'm sorry about the babies joke. But you get my point. It's like like this is not a normal thing. Like, people look like people. And, uh, yeah, instead of teaching youngsters that the things they see on TV are not real, uh, I had a, I had a, 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 what was it, um, not sociology, uh, uh, I can't remember, and in high school, I remember this guy, he's like, he said, he was a teacher I had, and he said, he's all, for crying out loud, the people on TV don't even have pores in their faces. And he's right. <laughs> he was totally right then. And he's still right, right? He was right way back then, and it's, he's still right. And of course, now, now, of course, not only do they not have pores on their faces, they have that beautiful porcelain skin, as can be seen on Instagram. And if you don't look like that, well, you're a, you're an ugly, right? And you should feel down about the way you look. No? Why don't we just teach people that's fake? Like, again, now, now we have these laws it's just disgusting anyway we're done Happy Friday, guys. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Like I said, I always know that you could be doing a million other things and you spend your time with me and with the rest of us here, so I appreciate that quite a lot. And uh, well, we're going to do more. We're not, we're not done here. We're starting to gain some momentum with this show. People are finding us from all over all over the damn place. I don't know where, but it's happening. And uh, so we're going to keep on going, keep on pushing this. Uh, so Monday through Thursday on Fringe, we'll still do the Monday news show and the Friday news show. And like I said, if we have interest and people will call in maybe we'll do Friday night just uh, kind of free for all call in shows and uh, we'll just get together and vent you let me know if there's a super interested in that we could do that and uh, that's what's up but uh, let's tell uh, yeah, let's finish this up let's say thank you to the folks that have uh, subbed up and uh, helped with the show here and uh, appreciate that a lot like I said uh, as we start to get in in out of the red and into the black a little bit I'll have you know I'm taking what money is there and I'm just putting it back into ads so that people can find us and grow the show that way so I'm not going to to go buy myself a new car well there's not enough money for that point being you know it's a few bucks a day type of thing but it goes right back in to ads discoverability for people finding us so so all of that helps if you guys want to help the show the people have helped the show with uh, subbing up to twitch joining the patreon all that every little bit helps because it, it helps discoverability on the other end because I did buy a little bit of, uh, of uh, Google ads and uh, it's working it's starting to work so so I do know they're finding us that way the other ways I think the regular discover abilities happening you know in the old-fashioned way uh, through possibly word of mouth and uh, some other things so so in any case uh, it's, it's it is good it's happening and I don't know like that's why I always ask when people show up new in the discord how'd you find us because uh, right I want to know <laughs> I want to know where to put the most traction but anyway now that I have bored you to tears about uh, what's happening with that uh, again happy Friday thanks for the call Chantel thanks everybody for hanging out and listening let's play this and let's do our thing let's do the Star Wars crawl if I've missed anybody or mispronounced your name let me know we'll add you to the list huge thank you to all of our amazing supporters join the list today and uh, let's go Twitch subs here we are here we are thanks to AJ Dare Alien nichan nee thank you to Dark Devious 40s AM also a uh, shout out to 40s AM for all the gift subs thank you for that I Dent. what's up Johnson thank you JF J from New York Noble Kalel. what's up Bailey we also got Not The Golf Channel Robert Quint 67 we got Stinky Carnival Super Vike 1 Peyton Clause is Joe from Florida. What's up, guys? Patreon supporters. Thank you. Alien Neachan, Axel steel Dark Devious, Dwayne Dibley, Hell21, J-Up, Matt Sowell, and last but not least, Twigs. Thank you very much, guys. Again, like I said, uh, it... Uh the more you push, and the more you want to help with things like that, the more I'll just put it right back into ads and discoverability, and we'll just blow this show the hell up. So, uh, your your support means the world to me. Thank you for spending your time with us, with me, and uh, we're that's it. That's what we're done. Happy Friday! Uh, don't uh, don't get too down about the news because it is just doom and gloom. Keep your head up, like Chantel said. Keep your head up and don't let your guard down. That needs to be a (laughs) t-shirt. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you on Monday for more Trouble Minds news. Actually, we might have... uh, Stay tuned to the Discord, because we may have an announcement on Sunday about a role-play show with uh, Axel Steel. So, there you go. We might have a special show this weekend on Sunday. So, there you go. That's what's happening. Join the Discord. We'll see you guys later. Have a great weekend.